plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Food School Podcast and our Food School Marathon 2019, when you will learn everything and anything you need, well, maybe not everything and anything, but the basics of healthy eating, healthy nutrition, healthy diet, and also healthy lifestyle, because nutrition only works well only when you combine it with all the other lifestyle choices. Like, for example, you know, a lot of people come to me for a nutrition plan, for weight loss, fat loss plan, for, and a lot of times it has to do with food. Of course, you know, people think, or if I just change what I eat, everything else will disappear. And even though food, of course, helps with a lot of things because food builds every single cell of our bodies, but it cannot change everything. Like if you don't sleep on a daily basis well enough, uh, if you train like crazy and never recover enough, if, it, if there is too much stress in your life and you don't manage it well, then no nutrition will really help you. You're still going to get sick. You're still not going to see the results you want to see. And a lot of times, actually, for example, when it comes to weight loss and fat loss, people do not see results, not because they eat too much or because they even eat the wrong thing, but because they just don't sleep enough, don't manage their stress. They have toxic relationship. And uh, again, they're stressed all, stressed all the time. Their inflammation goes up all the time. And no matter how good your diet is, you know, even people on a raw, raw food diet, even though I don't really consider it's well balanced, but still people that quote unquote do everything right seem still don't get everything uh, as they think they're supposed to get for what they do. And because human body is, is a system. It's a complex system with many parts, and we need to take care of a lot of things so it all plays together like, and sounds like an orchestra, not like some bumble jumble <laughs> of all this stuff that happens in our body, it all got to play like the same melody. If you decided to stay healthy, you need to work on all areas of your health and well-being. 
So, today we'll talk about a very important subject, a very important part of your health, your healthy living, your energy, your fat loss, your weight loss, how you look, how you feel, how you perform on a daily basis, how much uh, results you get from your training or anything in your life. It's, guys, recovery. Recovery and a huge part of it, of course, is sleep and big part of it is stress management. If you, you know, stress only produces, like, for example, stress like exercise or even stress of learning something new, something challenging, some new skill. Uh, all of that produces result only if you give it time to recover and to sink in, if you practice it. But Basically, and in simple words, if you just, you know, allow it to rest, if you allow yourself to rest, only then you can get the benefits of anything that produces any kind of stress on your body, on any system. So, for example, you know, let's let's take fasting. Fasting is an amazing practice that does a lot of good to your body. But if you never eat enough and if you never get your body enough nutrition, if you never rest (laughs) with your diet, you know, and fasting, and if you don't allow, don't give your body everything it needs, at some point it's going to collapse, at some point it's going to break. So, for example, fasting can still mild stress for your body. Yes, it allows your body also to uh, do some repair work, but also if you fast for prolonged periods of time, if you fast every single day for, I don't know, 20 hours uh, or, I don't know, 24 hours, it depends on what you do, or all the time, every other day, then at some point, too much... The amount of stress can be too much. So the same is training. Uh, if you train every single day uh, pretty intensely and uh, incorporating a lot of large muscle groups and a lot of muscle groups work all the time every day and then you don't sleep enough and you don't recover well for your training. So guys, guess what happens? Uh, your body will break more and more in more and more places. So first and foremost, when it comes to recovery and rest, you want to understand, do you recover and rest sufficiently or not? And some of the questions that might help you to um, define that, uh, how well you rest and recover, are questions like, uh, are you getting sick often, more often than you usually do or than other people do? How's your immune system working? Um, how do you feel every single morning? Are you up full of energy, ready to seize the day, or you just threaten another day and you want to stay in bed for another few hours or maybe even whole day or a whole week? How does it feel for you to wake up? Are you excited about the day ahead? And on the subject of being excited, how's your mood every day? You know, if you're down every single day, if you always see only negative in whatever happens in your life, uh, then that... Under recovery and increased stress and increased inflammation might be the reason. So you might look into more recovery protocols, into more relaxation, relaxing activities. Uh, another thing, um, training. When you go and train, how do you feel? Are you excited about your trainings? I mean, of course, you're going to, you know, sometimes your muscles going to be sore. Sometimes you're going to be, sometimes you're going to feel tired. But If it continues every single day on a regular basis for quite a while, it means something is wrong. You got to 
at you know on some days at some point you gotta wake up and be really excited about your training and you know feel the pump like of that you know jolt of energy and just you want to rock this gym or pick up the heaviest weight that's how sometimes you should and must feel if you don't and you're always tired it means you need to chill you need to take a few days off you need to recover you need to uh relax uh, what else how can you define if you're too stressed stressed and under uh recover well i guess getting sick your energy levels and your excitement about the days and about the training uh and another thing is just laziness you know if you're constantly under recovery and you and your body doesn't get enough rest you will always feel like everything is a hard work like you wake up in the morning and even getting up is hard work and then it just continues it's hard to take a shower it's hard to go and work out it's hard to do any work it's hard to uh, read or learn it's hard to talk to people or do your work or meet that client everything feels like work it means that your body needs a little bit more rest and need a little bit more love from you, a little bit more relaxing times. Uh, so those are s- s- some some of the signs that you need more recovery, that you need work on your uh, recovery and your rest. And um, there are some tests that can, if you go to your doctor or any um, more or less advanced lab and ask them for any kind of test that can um, show your level of inflammation, um, your, yeah, your level of inflammation probably is one of the best kind of tests that you can take, because anytime that you are under recover, uh, if you're going through too much stress for your recovery and your rest, then your inflammation level is going to be up. So go and take the test and see what th- that shows you. Uh, and then again, guys, I just want to remind you that if you don't rest enough, if you don't recover well enough, none of your goals really matters. Like you're not going to get to any of your goals significantly further or for a prolonged period of time. Like, you know, some people ask me like, so, okay, if I don't sleep enough, for example, uh, so I won't be able to lose fat ever. Um, and the, but yeah, you can lose weight, you can starve yourself, and you can do a lot of things to force your body there uncomfortably and sick, but it's not going to stay. Your body will, (laughs) one day, your body and your brain will make you do things so you bounce back and probably bounce back further than you wanted because too much stress, too much unmanaged stressed will always always make things worse much worse than you than you can even imagine so always work with your body with your brain not not against them and recovery and relaxation are things to use to work with your body with your brain with your physical condition with your biological system that your body has uh some practicality today. What should you do to make sure to at least kind of do the basics to make sure that you get enough rest, enough recovery time so your body does not go through uh, through um, amount of stress that is unmanageable? So first, you know, stress management, of course. Uh, and uh, I'm going to make a specific episode again on stress management, but I did one uh, a while ago too. So stress management, you know, 
Uh, stress management is not reducing necessarily the amount of stress in your life, but the but changing your attitude towards that. So, for example, if there is some situation that is kind of challenging, don't look at it as stress. Look at it as a challenge. Look at it as something that makes you grow. And then also focus on things that you can control and don't uh, worry about things that you cannot control because uh, there is no point. And take actions on the things that you can control. And then some mindful practice every single day. Uh, 10 minutes when you get up is the best time, then also a great time 10 minutes before bed. Just sit there, lie there, or relax then. Pay attention to your breathing. Pay attention to only, only present moment. And that's great practice. You can also listen to some music. You can also look at uh, candle, flame, uh, also, a great mindfulness stress management practice is breathing. Anytime you feel overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, just take six deep breaths through your belly, meaning put your hand on your belly and breathe in. Let your belly go outwards and then breathe out and let your, go, uh, let your belly go back in. When it comes to recovery, when it comes to relaxation and stress management, it's very important to uh, physically also allow uh, your body and your mind, your nervous system to relax, recover, and stretching, some kind of flexibility stretching practice helps with it. You can do foam rolling, uh, Google foam rolling, if you're not familiar with what it has. Uh, you can do 5-10 minutes uh, yoga routine, combining some physical activity with uh, breathing. Uh, you can do some Pilates or some stretching, 5-10 minutes a day every single day, guys. It's very important. Um, then one a day, once a week, I would definitely, if I were you, take one day off from everything, like literally everything. Allow yourself to just do nothing, do whatever it is you want to do. But also, of course, Try to do some healthy movement because movement is actually relaxing. Active rest is relaxing. Just don't make it into workout. So if you go uh, and walk in the park, don't do some hardcore, fast-paced walking. Just walk at your normal pace. Breathe. Stop when you want to stop. Enjoy the scenery. Uh, maybe do some relaxing yoga. But again, don't try to do something Bikram or like super vinyasa that's going to engage all your muscles. No, something relaxing. Maybe uh, what they call yin-yan yoga when you uh, concentrate and focus more on stretching and in your breathing. Uh, go for massage. Go to uh, sauna. Uh, just do something really relaxing for one day and don't think about work uh, Believe me, guys, that's going to increase your productivity like, like nothing else. Uh, at some point, I used to really forget about that, and I started feeling really stressed and like nothing else makes sense and matters, and I just felt really stressed and overwhelmed. So now it's my rule. One day a week, uh, I don't do anything I don't want to do, and I don't do any work. It's a rule, and I don't learn. I don't do anything. I just allow my brain and my body to completely relax and plaque and and just up unload all the potential stress, uh, physical or mental. So one once a week, take a day off. Um, Another thing, very important thing, and uh, sleep. We talked about sleep a lot on this podcast. Uh, today, I just want to give you the basics, and that is 
what I give you right now uh, is not new. It's not something I imagined or some people think it's a good thing to do. No, it's actually proven by science. There are sleep scientists who actually study how our sleep works, how our brain works, and how much sleep we truly need, and what is, uh, how the quality of our sleep is affected by different things. So these are your sleep basics, and you can argue with them, but if you don't do them, your sleep quality is going to be compromised. And what's really important your mental and physical performance the next day is going to be compromised a lot and you won't even notice it. That's the most the scariest thing for me. Like you will perform worse mentally and physically. You'll be dumber and you'll be weaker and you won't even notice it. And probably you'll also eat more. So, <laughs> and pack on a few more pounds. So just actually read uh, a study uh, done in University of Copenhagen. Uh, study, they, they studied a few schools and how our sleep duration, their activity levels, their uh, nutrition effects, the and quality of sleep um, are correlated. And so they, one, one of the conclusions was then whenever, uh, usually happened on the weekend with kids, uh, whenever the kids didn't sleep enough, didn't have good quality enough sleep, and they were wearing monitors, uh, on Monday after that weekend, they would get higher triglycerides, higher uh, insulin levels. Uh, and uh, if they're poor sleeping habits continued for the kids for whom that continued, that also they would put on more fat, not just weight, but actual fat, uh, and they would consume more sugar beverages and more um, refined carbohydrates. and when their sleep was good, they would do the exact opposite. So basically, they would be healthier and consume much less crap. Just on the importance of sleep. So sleep basics. Um, uh one hour before sleep, at least, you know, <laughs> at least, at the very least, one hour before sleep, uh, go offline, put your devices into plain mode, put at the very least uh, the blue light blockers app on your computer, on your uh, phone, and don't watch TV if your TV doesn't have that blue light blocker, or purchase special uh, special glasses with that orange-yellow tint so you're not exposed to any kind of blue light an hour before bed. Also, uh, dim all the lights in your apartment, so it's prepare yourself for uh, that darker period of uh, the day, hour, and night. So dim all the lights, make make it seem like it's darker and it's evening, like it's supposed to be uh, in nature. So uh, get off your devices, as I said, do something relaxing. Don't do emails an hour before bed. Don't do any kind of work. This is your off time. Do some, you know, it's good to do stretching. It's good to do mindful practice. It's good to uh, spend some quality time. Uh, again, not something stressful explaining to your kids how to uh, do their homework, but read to your kids. Do something uh, relaxing uh, for them too an hour before bed. Uh, if you also really amazing to take a bath, a shower, and uh, that change in temperature from uh, warm bath or warm shower to cooler room and your room should be 16 to 90 degrees celsius uh, or the same uh, in fahrenheit uh, so 60 to 90 degrees celsius that uh, change in temperature from warm bath or shower to your cooler room will also increase immensely the quality of your sleep so your room should be 
pitch dark, uh, blackout curtains are not optional, no light should be shining in your closed eyes, your eyes still can perceive that and the quality of your sleep is going to be much worse. You can also use mask, but uh, it's best to have good curtains. Your room should be... Uh, quiet. If it's not quiet, uh, or you know that in the middle of the night that can be some alarm going off when there is a lot of traffic or anything, purchase some good quality earplugs. Uh, so, you know, do whatever you can to make it really quiet, really dark, to make it cool, open the window or whatever. Do whatever it takes. Um, hour before bed again. No screens, no blue lights, no social media, no stress. Prepare yourself for bed, read a book. Uh, another very important thing for sleep quality is schedule. So you need to sleep on the same schedule more or less every single day. I highly recommend to be in bed by 10 p.m. and sleep 7 to uh, 9 hours every week. The most important sleep for your recovery, for your growth hormone, for your brain performance, your mental performance uh, the next day is the sleep between 10 and 2. But it doesn't mean that that's all you need. No, it doesn't mean that. It's just what you get in those hours. You're not going to get later during the night, but you still need the same amount of sleep for other purposes for your body to recover and do all the work it needs, your body needs to do while you're sleeping. So these are sleep basics. Um, some other few things besides sleep, besides stress management, besides 5-10 minutes of stretching or yoga or Pilates every day before, uh, or besides uh, taking one day off every single week. Besides all of that, exposure to cold helps you to recover and rest better. I take cold shower, contrast shower from hot to cold, uh, finishing with cold every single day. You can also, on the weekend, I also do um, sauna, some kind of sauna also in contrast with cold pool or maybe ice bath. So those kind of contrast procedures and sauna also in particular helps you to recover and rest. Uh, massages helps a lot to recover, uh, connecting with nature, connecting with people you love, uh, you appreciate in your life. That also helps a lot to rest and recover and uh, helps you to manage your stress levels and decreases the amount of stress you have. Uh, so that's it for today, guys, for our recovery lesson number eight, uh, where you learned about the basics of healthy sleep, of stress management, of recovery. And hopefully now you'll you'll do better work uh, on your recovery, on your relaxation, because understand that you're going to waste your time doing all this work by exercising, by learning things, by challenging yourself, and then you don't recover and you don't trust enough. And uh, like at least half of what you did there, half of the time was spent in waste because uh, there were quite a few studies, you can even Google them, uh, when they took a, a group of people and they gave them something to learn. And then part of those people uh, would get enough sleep. And then part of those people would not get enough sleep, either no sleep or six hours or four hours of sleep. And then would they would test the participants uh, on the material that they learned. And without no, no exception, people who didn't sleep enough, you know, like six hours, it's not enough either. You need to sleep um, at least somewhere around eight hours, seven hours if like, you know, if you count the deep sleep. 
Anyway, uh, those people performed much worse who didn't get enough sleep. And uh, if you're if you miss one night of sleep, just one night of sleep, the way your brain performs equals to the person who is legally drunk. So uh, it means that basically, if you don't sleep, you are like a drunk person trying to perform well and uh, make some kind of difference in your life. So very important, guys. Respect your biology, respect your human biology and the way your body and your brain functions and work with them in respect to that. You're not a robot, you're not a computer, so don't try to act like like one, otherwise it's going to backfire. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Uh, use the advice, the practical tips that you learn, because without your consistent usage of this information, it's a waste of time to even listening to it. So use it, uh, track your progress, track the results in life you get. Uh, and uh, till next time, eat better daily. And don't forget to tune in tomorrow for lesson number nine.